विरासत में मिले वहम को छोड़ना है खुद के बनाए पिंजरे से आजाद होना है वी ऑल फीमेल्स आर बॉर्न विथ विंग्स वाई प्रिफर टू क्रॉल वेन वी ऑल कैन फ्लाई वेलकम एवरी वन टू स्त्री मैंग अशो फॉर द वुमन वाई बाय द वुमन एंड वी हैव होस्ट मॉलशी विद अस एंड अमेजिंग गेस्ट रैचल विद अस मॉलशी प्लीज गोवा है so hello everyone we at hase hetu films welcome you all to streaming so streaming is a word made up of two words stree and ming where stree is a hindi word which means lady or a woman and ming is a chinese word which refers to light or bright so streaming refers to bright woman or the light of a woman so here at streaming we are connecting with many such bright women we are here to share their inspiring stories and also helping them share their light with the world so today we have with us rachel jacob so rachel is a us based writer director and also a filmmaker she has received recognitions for her writing and her work at several international film festivals even at indian film festivals she is doing a great work for all the girls and women across the world she is connected with un and also she has been writing she has been acting she has also done theater so it's really great to have you with us rachel we welcome you again thank you so much for joining us today hello thank you thank you for having me on the show i'm so excited so rachel you are filled with a lot of talents uh so i i am really interested to know about your journey like how you became a writer then director then producer like how was this process well uh you know i think i'm still growing into it for sure but um i started out um my my dad my father and his side of the family um is in the film industry and so i kind of grew up around it um and when i got when i got old i i i wasn't very interested for a long time and when i got older um i was like well maybe i'll check it out so i did i started um just as a as a production assistant in the um, ad department or the assistant director department and i learned a lot so that's where i learned out uh, like almost all of it. Um and I had some great uh mentors uh in in that world and I did that for many years. Uh learning all different types of positions on film sets, movies, TV shows that would shoot in the south because of the tax incentives here. Um and then um I did some casting as well. I worked in the casting world for a little bit and sort of learned some of those ropes. Um and then as time went on I started kind of growing into the ability to to tell my own stories like i i i think that's been a pretty long process for me like of learning and growing of how to tell the stories that i know are inside me it's been a very long process of like learning how to get that out in the way that i see it in my head um so um yeah uh i i started doing my own films 
when I was like 18, but they were like terrible. <laughs> they were horrible. Um, and, and I just, I don't know, I just kept trying and kept making them over the years. And I would take breaks, you know, from it here and there. Um, but always learning and always growing from each experience. And now the past few years, I think I've really started to hit, hit my stride and be able to, um, I don't know, just, you know, just sort of finding my, finding my footing, if you will. So yeah, it's been a pretty, you know, I've been, I've been in the industry on and off for about 12 years. So um, yeah, that's how, that's how I got it. That's how I got in. <laughs> Wow. So, you know, like it was such a courageous of you to start doing this at such young age. Right. And I think it matters that you started doing it because you really wanted to do it. So that matters a lot. Okay. So Rachel, uh, in India, you know, there is this preconceived notion by these girls and all the women. They think that women, 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 outside women India, they are more free and they have like more freedom like more of... Freedom of, of choosing what they want to do so mm. but i'm sure you must have had your own challenges so we would like to know how is it there and what kind of challenges you have faced being a female filmmaker and how did you overcome those challenges um well you know i'm still i think uh still working through them you know um i would i would definitely say like um it's, it's easy to, to want to do this and to choose to do it, but then actually doing it is the very hard part, you know? Um, especially when I first got started, it was a much more male-dominated world, and, it, the, you know, you had to be a certain way, um, or you couldn't act a certain way, like, if you wanted to get anywhere. And I just, I don't know, I never fell into, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with that type of behavior. And there were some, some weird situations that I found myself in when I was just starting out and I'd like, like didn't know what to do. So I would just like leave, like, or get out of the situation as fast as that I, as I could. Uh, but now, I, you know, I think with like this shift in culture, especially here, there, there there's a lot more opportunity for women all over the place, or I hope, you know, um, than there has been in the past, in, in, especially in the film industry. Um, but there's still, it's still not easy. It's like, there still needs to be more doors that open. And I say, because some people have asked me this question before too, about like, what's it like being a, a woman in the film industry and all of these things. Um, and one thing I always want to make sure that I say is that it's not about taking, it's not about taking opportunity away from men or like taking things away. It's about making more opportunities for women, for people from other places, from people for other countries. Like there are just more stories to tell. And it's like, you know, Hollywood keeps hiring the same 12 men over and over and over and over again. And I love the stories from those 12 guys and I don't want them to stop making movies but I want other people to be able to make movies you know what I mean and to tell stories and like more than just those 12 guys you know so and I, I think that little by little that's starting to grow um so that's sort of that's what I would say is like yeah every everywhere has its challenges 
Um, but you just, you just gotta go for it. And if, and if no, if there's no door, make a door. And like, I'm still learning, like there's like, I've kind of come through a few doors that I didn't know how to get through. And now that I've come through those doors, I'm hitting a wall and I don't know how to get through this wall. So I'm trying to figure out how to build a door. That's where I'm at right now. So like I, I'm, I'm with all the women out there who like are like, don't, ne don't necessarily know like what to do or how to choose something that they want or how to, how to get into an open doorway, make your own door whatever that means, whether it's in film, whether it's in a STEM field, whether it's whatever you want, learn how to make a door, like be the door for other people. And, you know, I mean, it's a very hard thing to say, and I'm still figuring it out myself, how to, how to be the door, how to make the door, but I'm trying, chipping away little by little, building little by little. And, you know, that's my goal is to, to build the next door and get through it so that I can get to the next one. <laughs> Such a inspiring uh, words you have told, like make your own door. I'm sure like uh, everyone who is listening, it's for everyone. We do have our own uh, dreams and then we somewhere compromise because we don't find it. Like you told, we find a wall and we just quit. So guys out there, every female, we have to make our own door. And it's so good, Rachel, like... Uh, you are leading, you know, you became the light. People will surely uh, see their own way and they'll follow you. So uh, congratulations for wherever you are, you know, a little step by anyone do inspire many. We, we don't even know, like, uh, even you don't know, like how many females out there might get inspired by you, right? And I, I was reading uh, the crowdfunding project of yours. And I'm, I'm so much uh, interested to know about it and how all the females around the world can help you uh, in, you know, they can contribute you in this. Please, please throw a light on that. Sure. So um, this is my next project. It's called Four on the Mantle. And it is a story that sheds light on the experience of miscarriage, not only from the woman's perspective, but from the whole family so the husband as well as the extended family and like the the process of grief that can that like different people go through uh, dealing with miscarriage because it's not a subject that is talked about a lot hardly at all and and like when it is talked about or mentioned in, especially in like a film or something nobody knows what to say or somebody gives like a really awkward speech and it's like no 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 that's not, that's not how, like, I don't even think people in real life know how to talk about it very well, like, that, that whole process, and everybody's experience with it is so different. Um, so the, the, the purpose of the film is to shed a light on that, on that experience, and to get people just thinking and talking about it, because it's so common, and like, people, I don't think, realize how common miscarriage is, and how often it happens, and, um, that that's a weight that is carried, you know, in so many different ways in so many different people and in so many different families. Uh, so the purpose of that story is to just, you know, get that subject out there a little bit more and hopefully tell a beautiful story. Um, so yeah, so we did a crowdfunding campaign that's over now. Uh, but if you want to support the film, you can go to Fantasia Urban Philosophy. The link is in my bio on Instagram and buy a t-shirt or a sweatshirt and that'll help support the film and you get some cool merch. 
when you do that. And then another way is um, we have we have a campaign uh, that uh, we're, well, it's sort of part of the campaign is that we're doing this in memoriam section in the credits. And anyone, no matter who you are, no matter where in the world you are, you can send in um, a, a name of if it's you know it, 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 I guess it depends on your situation but if like if you've lost a child to miscarriage or if you know of a family member who has or a friend um, and you if it would it's only if it would help them some people I don't think would want to do this but some some have and and I think they've shared their stories with us and it's been really really beautiful that they can submit the name of the baby or your family name and we're going to put it in our in memoriam section in the credits and it's absolutely free and we're just doing we're just doing it in order to honor all of the those people and all the experiences and um, things like that that everyone has had to go through with this uh, well with miscarriage so um, that information I guess I'll, I'll send you guys that information so you can put it with this uh, video but and it's also it's also on my link tree so yeah okay so Rachel um, you know like just you mentioned uh, to support this particular campaign and otherwise also you are managing this um, you know your brand of uh, merchandises and uh, it's all about you know urban philosophy of clothing so could you please tell us how did you get this idea of uh, urban clothing and what is it exactly and why are you doing this it's kind of funny actually so i i love philosophy and i studied it um, and I kind of started it as a joke, <laughs> um, like back, like a few years ago, whenever I first, whenever I first decided to like do some designs or whatever, but then I was like, actually, I really like this idea and I wanted it to be a thing. So I like put some thought into it and made it, made it, you know, like, so like, uh, had a, it has a philosophical theme, um, uh, and I was like, you know what, like, I'm just going to connect, I want to connect this to my filmmaking and any proceeds that come from this, the t-shirt line and all of this stuff is going to go to support in independent filmmaking because, yeah, why not? Like, you know, I feel, uh, you know, philosophy and the arts are closely related. So I thought it, I just thought it was perfect. So that's where it came from. It started as a little joke against one of my professors. <laughs> and then it became a, this thing that I actually really started caring about and loving. So yeah, um, go check it out. <laughs> wow, yeah, sure. <laughs> and that's so creative. Anyways, uh, filmmaking is like, you know, an amalgam of all the art forms. Uh, you know, we need to know the storytelling, the visual arts, design, clothing, life, everything comes in that one place. And I'm sure you are already a director, so you have that art side in you also, which you replicated in this clothing brand. So uh, carry on, like we'll for sure, we'll check that out, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> and and, and Rachel, like I really like the story idea behind your crowdfunding campaign. And that's why we need more female a filmmaker because yes. uh, we can uh, show a very different angle and emotional journey what a female go through during the miscarriage. You know, yeah. uh, uh, heads off to that topic and looking forward for that film. Uh, can you. you tell us like, um, what is your uh, creative process of uh, writing or uh, directing? Like how you choose uh, 
uh, what story you need to tell to the world? Honestly, I kind of have to wait until something hits me a certain way. And then mm-hmm. I, 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 I will see like a story or a scene or a moment play out in my head. And then I have to get to know the people in that scene, like in my head and watch it play out. And then it just becomes this like sort of compulsion of having to write down what I see. Um, and sometimes it turns into a script. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I kind of I kind of have to see it and like different different things spark it. It's like really particular emotional moments. Sometimes it's a piece of music that I hear. Sometimes it's something that um, someone says that they're telling me a story and it hits me a certain way or um, just just any sort of emotional something that hits me a certain way and it just what for whatever reason brings to life this idea um so that's that's sort of it i don't i don't have this very long crazy process or anything like that i'm very i i have to keep the writing journey simple or i won't do it so (laughs) um i i do a i do a beat sheet um Mm -hmm. when i'm first getting started and and that's it like otherwise i like lose myself and i sort of ruin the whole I get emotionally exhausted if I try to like write out like a synopsis and then a treatment and then da, 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 before I even get to the script, it's like, no beat sheet and script. And that, that like everything else comes from that. And I do, I kind of do everything else afterwards. <laughs> so this yeah. This is my takeaway from you. Like I don't go by beat sheet, you know, uh, like mm-hmm. story comes to me first. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and then the, I, I'll keep on building, you know, the characters. Like it takes a lot of time for me, and later on, at the last stage, I'll be like, okay, now I need to go with that. But yeah, does yeah. everyone have uh, their own uh, journey to write and their own creative process? Like we can choose. So yeah, I used to. Yeah, I used to. I used to think that uh, you know, because you know, I I I I studied screenwriting and like a few other things and. I know I've always heard of these writers who are like, oh no, you have to do like character backgrounds. You have to write, you have to do a timeline. You have to, you have to do all these things before you even touch the script. You have to do all this preparation. And that would always just like turn me off. And I would be like, I, I can't do that. Or like, I, it would just weigh on me. And I hated that. And then finally, um, through YouTube, you know, like just hearing different writers speak on different subjects and hearing more people and their process and it is so different it just really freed me up and people are like no i write the scripts first or like oh no i just need one i just need to do this first or i need to do that first or like all the prep comes later and like everyone has their different process really freed me up so that i was like okay like i'm not i'm not like doing something wrong like if i don't do all of this first you know so that that helped me a lot to just know that there's no like really right way to do it it's whatever works best for you Mm-hmm. I, I agree there are no rules it's, it's just what comes in your heart you need to do it yeah good to hear from you that yeah <laughs> yeah and adding on to that Rachel as you said uh, you cannot be wrong so you realize that yes you were not wrong and I feel that creative process is like that and you know creativity stands out when you are just being yourself and you know you just follow what's there in your heart I think that's when you stand as a different person and your creativity stands out. Totally. So, 
that's a takeaway for all of us who think that you know we just keep having this at the back of the mind maybe i'm going wrong maybe this might not work maybe people will not like but it's just you know we should just follow our heart and just do it yeah maybe some people uh, will not like it but some will exactly yeah. exactly not everybody's going to like it and once you like let go of that like once you're okay with that then you're free and you can like do things yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> So yeah, I think at the end it matters that you be free. So that is very important for people to realize. Yeah. Okay. So Rachel, moving on to uh, next thing, we would like to know. So you, uh, you know, went to the UN and you got connected with girls from different parts of the world. And uh, could you please tell us something about that and uh, how you've been supporting girls and women from other parts of the world as well? Sure. So I, um, I've had the honor and privilege of attending the UN's Commission on the Status of Women for a couple of years. Not, not in the past like two years because of the virus, but um, before that, before everything that happened in 2020, um, I, I was able to go with some high school and college age young women for, you know, a couple of, I went to, I've been to two of them, two or three, two. I've been to two of the uh, UN's Commission on the Status of Women. They're two weeks long each. Um, well, not each, but every year they're two weeks long. Um, and we would take these groups of students um, from all over the country and all over the world, really. Um, they would come uh, and we, would, we, would, we were able to go through some of the NGOs that work there and attend at, like attend the commission and so we would be able to uh go to all of the like all of the all of the country oh well it's kind of uh very well, it's kind of interesting how they have it set up so that all of they have all of these women and all of these organizations um from all over the world that come and they set up a sort of like a like a teaching panel like if you will and there's like tons of tons of conferences and panels like all day every day all in the UN and all around where the UN is is in New York because it's too the the conference is too big to just stay in the UN building which is really cool so you're just kind of like running around trying to get to as many of the conferences as possible from people from all over and each year has a theme like I remember the one that I went to last was all about um education uh of women and uh women in uh, rural areas in third world countries um mm -hmm. and so a, a lot of and there was like a lot of um excitement because there was a lot of uh women there from countries who had not been in a very long time uh to the un uh so that was really exciting so we got to hear testimonies from like women all over the world about different topics whether it was like uh war whether it was uh the access to education in their villages like all these things and so we would have discussions and breakdowns and we would uh, get to meet the ambassadors and the embassies from these different countries but more importantly um, because I think that like pe people like to criticize the United Nations a lot for not not ever getting things done or like um, being very slow to act but what they don't see is that the United Nations creates this safe place for all of these non-governmental organizations from all over the world to meet and talk with one another and network. And that was one of the most powerful things that I'd ever seen ever. I was in the general assembly room with like maybe two, 3,000 other women who are all, and it, 
it was, I don't know, I was just so powerful. I mean, at one moment, like, everybody broke into song, and, like, and they just mm. were sharing songs from, like, different, their, their parts of the, of the world, and, like, and it was all about, like, uh, women bringing peace and, like, bringing, um, bringing this whole, like, new angle of, of, like, being and whole new angle, like, not angle, but a whole new, um, and that's not new, but to, to us, but it is, I guess, to like the world stage, if you will, of like, hey, women have a lot to say about humanity and like all of this stuff. So I don't know. It was just really, it was really amazing. And it wasn't, and it wasn't just like a feel good la la thing, like either. Like right. that was an amazing, that was an amazing moment. But like, man, all those conferences, you know, you're, you're getting that, that hard information. It's the, the those hardcore hot topics, uh, you know, that everybody was talking about and we would debate and we would listen and we would learn and we would like some some of the girls would get involved with some of the organizations or they go on to like study international relations in college or like what whatever so it's really about like learning about the international community and seeing how you can support one another as women so it was really about networking and and uh getting involved with with the ngos so yeah that's 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 that that was my experience there and i i can't wait to go back and do more i one of my one of the things that i would love to do is to have my own my own ngo um about uh um like women supporting women and various other things bringing a lot of like philosophical anthropology to the table um and and be able to lobby and work at the united nations so that's one thing that i would like to do eventually <laughs> but yeah that's uh, really uh, need of the hour, I feel like we really uh, are uh, like many females are isolated, you know, they don't even break the shell, uh, they don't even speak out uh, the trouble. So I feel like you told connect, you connected with everyone. So uh, I, I really want like every female should really connect to other, they should be free to speak. At least yes. what you are feeling, please speak out. There is someone, and, and like you to, uh, told us, you know, like we need to make um, society where, you know, not only like uh, a country uh, based, but and in all the females in the world should support each other and yes. have a safe environment, uh, you know, yes. rather than thinking like, you know, judging anyone, just help, just help yes. them. And uh, yeah, for your venture, uh, all the best, Rachel. I really want you to proceed with uh, your NGO thoughts and you will for sure. And also like, as you have experienced and uh, you and like all the females work together of different, different country. So I really want to know from your end, what a message you want to give all the female audience and not only the female audience, whoever is listening this, like what is your message for all the females? Ooh, that's so hard. Yeah, uh, like I mean, anything. I, yeah, I would just say you're not alone. Like you're not alone, right. and uh, even if you know, even if I don't know you, and even if we don't know each other, you know, I still have love and support for you. And I and I know other women do too. Like you're not alone. Keep going. Keep making doors. Um, you know, and I know, I know sometimes it's harder to say than it is to do. And I know some people are in harder situations than others. Um, but yeah, 
just just keep going and you're not you're not alone and i you know i think we all we all need to hear that sometimes i need to hear it <laughs> so yeah you're not alone and i mean even i mean i love what you guys are doing like even even this this is this is this is amazing what you're doing and you're helping so many people and reaching out to so many women and now i'm connected to you guys and like i don't know it's just that's so amazing and i i love it so um you know, just, you're not alone. Yeah. Oh, well said. It's uh, really uh, inspiring. So and, yeah. Big message, you know, yeah, that uh, for uh, many people who actually feel alone, you know, though they are surrounded by their family, they have friends, but at the end, they still feel alone. Mm. So when you say that, you know, you don't even know them and you are still supporting them, and uh, I think whoever is listening, it's uh, reaffirming for them that, you know, they're actually not alone and you are there. So I feel that's something really amazing that, you know, you just have said. I think you are not alone. These words matter a lot, like, you know, hold a lot of weightage itself. So true. So, so, yeah. Great, great. <laughs> so, yeah. And now... I would uh, like to say about uh, Rahas Hetu film. So it been uh, started with uh, me and Malshi. So we are creating uh, content which is more uh, humorous content and it's family oriented content. Guys, to do watch our channel, YouTube channel and watch the series, songs and the shows uh, we have. And please show your love and support. Please subscribe our channel. Please share the videos. We would uh, love to hear from you. And also about our show, uh, please comment and let us of know course. what. <laughs> yeah, Thank you of course. Of so course. Yeah. And also like one message uh, at my end from like, not message, it's just a saying to all the girls out there, you know, like let's sing like a bird, you know, without worrying about who hears or what they think, just saying. Yeah. Yeah. And Rachel, uh, thank you so much for being with us. It's our uh, privilege to have you. And maybe we'll get you again <laughs> on the board. <laughs> yeah? I would love that. Yeah, I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. You guys are amazing. I, lo I loved this. <laughs> I, love your, I love your energy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Same, same thing. Thank you so much. And all yeah. the females out there, please comment, share, subscribe. Just come out and speak out, you know. Mm -hmm. We are free to speak. Don't bound yourself. Cool. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you, Rachel. Looking forward Thank to you. connect with you again. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.